You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Thursday podcast for you. Boomer gone for the weekend. He'll be out tomorrow. But me and Al are here. We'll be here again tomorrow. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. And you'll be hosting tomorrow with Gio. Is this true? This is what I'm told. Yeah, the Gio and Jerry show tomorrow. Um, Who's coming in tomorrow? I have uh, no guest booked for tomorrow. Paul McCartney? Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be kind of cool. Would you like Paul McCartney? I would love Paul McCartney. You would. In studio? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Ah, hills, yes. How about Kevin James? Get him back? Well, Paul Blart? I don't up. find him fun- that funny. Okay. Well, let's not have him then. How about Ray Romano? Uh, same. Okay. Although Ray Romano's in an interesting, I think I brought this up to you, uh, Netflix movie about Ray. him and his buddy, and the buddy has, has some sort of cancer, and he's dying, Ugh. and they go hang out for a bunch until he dies. It was actually a very good, sweet movie about Man I don't know that I'd watch that. Yeah, I, I did it. I enjoyed it. See, I'm not... I can't watch sad. I really can't. Really? No. Even if it was about friendship, really? It wasn't no. all that sad. What am I going to get out of it? Like, about, seriously, what do I get out like of that? Like, you examine your man friends. I don't have any. You do. I don't. You have man friends over your house. Like, you real drink tequila. friends? Yeah. There's a big difference between knowing people hanging right. out with people and being f- like friends with people really friends i probably have like four friends seriously four. okay that's about are it. they the same friends from when you were younger yeah yeah mine too yeah yeah the same four guys yes same here i have three guys though i think and i don't if i was in that situation i don't need to watch a movie to kind of know how i would act right you would go along all uh, i know is going to depress like that a movie like that would do nothing except depress the hell out of me the yeah. rest of the night Hmm. I think I'd be good. Yeah. I tend to watch those types of things. I like that kind of music. I like the kind of uh But the music's different because you can get into a song without studying the lyrics if you choose right. to. You can't ignore the script in a movie. Right. Right? You know? Yeah, especially if you watch the preview and you know this is about a guy dying. Yeah, I'm out. You go, let me watch this. No good. Okay. What was it? The bucket list. That was like sort of you thought going in the guy was going to die and he wanted to do all the things on his bucket list. Yeah. You did bring up an interesting thing to me on the ride home, which made me think. It does. I, it has stuck with me, Jerry. Uh-oh. You talked about, as we get older, and I'm b- going to be 50 this year. Right. That are if there are things that you wanted to do mm. in life or want to do, you should start finding a way to do them. Correct. Like if you, uh, uh, I can't even think, of, oh, I always wanted to go to uh, Greece. Mm-hmm. Well, let's book a trip. Let's go. Go. Right. What are you waiting for? Although you said you always wanted a Mustang, and you don't have a Mustang. 
I don't, nor will I ever have one probably. Really? Well, because it does it just doesn't make sense. Okay. Like, you know, at this point in my life, I need a, honestly, I need a pickup truck is what I need. I don't need a smaller car, you know, a car that's got no trunk space or right. a car that my son might sit in the back and, you know, his knees will be in his face. No good. So it, that's one of those things. I think the time has kind of come and gone. Could I get one? Could I lease one and just drive it on weekends? I suppose. But right now that money is well spent in other places. Got it. On the kids, not on me. But it's not going to be one of those things. That's that not a regret. When you're 80, you're going to no. be like, I never had a Mustang. No. no, I don't think so. I might. That might be something me and my wife laugh at one day. Like, damn it, I never got that Mustang. But a regret, no. Okay. Absolutely not. That's fair. If I never get to, I don't know if I would say that. You know, for the longest time, I really wanted to take a trip and play and play Pebble Beach. But one thing I've learned over the years, as cool as different golf courses are, at the end of the day, you're still taking the club, hitting the stupid white ball straight, if you can, to get it in a hole. <laughs> right. And while the scenery is different of a lot of courses, and they are, and the terrain's different in some spots, Eh. Is it worth spending thousands of dollars to go play five hours of golf and probably shoot 120? Right. Nah. Do you think as you get older, and I'm talking about like once you hit 70. Okay. If you look around and you know, and you know financially you're good. You're stable financially. You're stable financially. Will you start spending more money? Knowing, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, me too. Oh, God, yeah. I would spend everything except what I need per month. Yes. I'd be like, all right, I'm good. I need what do I need? Fourteen hundred bucks for the month. What do I got left over? Right, four grand. Let's go somewhere. Yes, absolutely. I heard a story of a man who uh, w- thought he had been set for the rest of what he thought he was going to live. Right, and he started giving some money to family over the years. Turned out he lived till almost a hundred. Wow! And in his last few years, he didn't have money for rent. Oh my god! Yeah. So what happened? I think some of his family members Helped. that he had given money to because he was trying to get rid of his money. Laughed at him? <laughs> some said they'd spent it. Sure. And others still had money. That's good. And said, let me pay this man. That's cool. You know, because you, you don't know how long you're going to live. You don't. You don't. I pl- I've, Listen, I might die tomorrow. Right. I plan to 100. Is that, how, is that what financial people tell you? Plan to 100? No, I don't really talk to them about it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Nothing I've ever discussed. <laughs> when I did my life insurance, yeah, which now is five or six years ago, um, they always talk about making sure you're comfortable through when your children are of age to make their own money, for sure. Okay. You know, so that if something happens to you, your wife is not taking care of kids at that point. Right. Um, and that the house can be handled and she could sell the house. You know, they were very... One thing my life insurance agent told me was, whatever you do, don't cap out your equity. Because if something happens to you, you don't want to eat up all this life insurance money on your house so that your wife doesn't have to pay for the mortgage. You would lie down. You'll get money back, obviously. But you really want to have some equity in the home. It's a good starter point for her. Okay, that's fine. But in terms of how long you would live, I want to say they said to plan somewhere in the mid-80s. Something yeah, like that. 85. But to me, not enough. 100. You want to live to 100. I do. At least yes. plan to 100. I really would like to see 2100. Years old? No. The year 2100. Oh. But that's not going to happen. I'd be 126. 126 years old? That's yeah, you're not probably happen. not going to reach that. So I'll try. I, my goal is 100. Okay. You know? 
that's a good goal. Could you ever imagine, because there's different types of people. There are those that they get to a certain age and they've dealt with so much physical pain. And I'm yes. talking about back pain, joint pain, whatever it Pelvic might be. floor dysfunction. Could be that, yes. Arthritis, wraps in their body, whatever it is. You know, obviously cancer with tumors and stuff. To where they get to a point, they're just like, I'm good. I won't do it anymore. Yes. And then there are those that want to, you know, I don't want to say fight, but are just don't want to go. Which type are you? Hmm. I can say right now, I'm the type. If I can breathe and I can see, I want to share. I want I still want to enjoy the world. I'm somewhat interested in what the afterlife is like. So. What if I told you it was a dirt nap? Then I'd like to hang on for as long as I can. If it was bliss. If it was bliss, if I'd I like to get If I told you there. the afterlife was bliss. Yeah. Would you sign up to check out next week? Uh, oh, good question. No. Because there's a great line. I forgot. Damn, I forget where I hear it. Where they talk about how the afterlife, maybe, I don't remember, something along the lines of the afterlife is so amazing, yet no one wants to die to get there. Right. Because we're not 100% sure. I'm telling you, if I found out it was 100% true, would you check out next week? I would not. Right. Because this is pretty good. Because this is pretty good, and that afterlife probably is forever, right? Uh, I hope so. So I'll go through the death thing again. Right. You don't want to be reborn into and try to have to do this all over again. Right. That would be awful. Interesting. Yeah. This is very deep podcast. Well. Today. I don't know why or how we started, but yeah. How did we start I this? don't know. I really don't know. Something that I'm hosting for Boomer tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we got to death. I don't know how. By the way, Boomer's birthday is the f- next week. Yeah, all right. I put that in my uh, my calendar. Mine passed. No one even said anything to me. So if you're expecting me to jump through hoops next week, <laughs> sorry. Oh, I see. <laughs> so yours wasn't even mentioned. No. Mm-hmm. Until Mark Chernoff mentioned something. Oh, right. Yes. That was very nice of him. He's very big into the birthdays. He is very Mark big Chernoff. He always makes sure to wish you a happy wish. Mark, everybody. for the last five years, is the first person to wish me a happy birthday. Do you think he must have it in his calendar? He must. He, there's no way he knows everybody's birthday. This year, I got an email at 11 p.m. the night before. Wow. Wishing you an early happy birthday. Nice. Yeah, how about that? Kind of interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. So what are you doing for Boomer? I guess just the fudgy the whale cake He's again. what, 58 he'll be? He'll be 58. Think about it. We went to that 50th birthday party for him eight freaking years ago. Well, I was reading, yeah, when I was reading something uh, about... You know, with the with the Craig stuff being in the news and him mm-hmm. being sentenced, a, a lot of the articles would mention the beginning of Boomer and Carton. And right. It said, you know, Boomer, who was at the age of 46, started age of 46. Yeah. that's I'm almost there now. You're beyond it. Yeah, I'm Which means it. we're going to be 58 in two seconds. Right. So, again, if I gave you bliss. No, I'm just kidding. And Craig was 38. <laughs> I was 38. Right. Craig and I are the same age. Sure. Hey, listen, it's my son's birthday today. He turns nine. It was nine years ago today that Craig was calling me as Phil Mickelson was winning the Masters as my wife was literally giving birth to him. And I remember she's like, you got to pick the phone up? I'm like, that's Craig. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, I, I can't talk to Craig now. You do your head. Look. <laughs> Which seems further, right? even though your your older son is 14? Yes. Does that seem much further than... The, yeah, for, he, his seems like forever ago because it's also two houses ago. Yeah. Different time in our lives for sure. I was working weird hours. Um, and he that, looks like a man. Well, and he's taller than I am now. Yeah. And I've already come to the point in, I'm not going to say baseball. I can still hit him. 
Um, but in basketball, I can't beat them. That that has happened this year. So yeah, that's different. Joe's my little guy. It still feels like yesterday he was born. It's weird. Yeah, that one's strange. So you can still hit fastballs off your 14-year-old son? I think I can. You think you can? I think he was popping the glove pretty good last week, and he's throwing sliders now yeah. for the first time, which I've never allowed him to until about now. Uh, and not many, like nine or ten a game, that's it. I think I can, yes. I think so. I'd like to try. Because you're going to come back after one of these winters and not be able to. I don't know. You think so? Yeah. Eventually, it will catch up to you. I mean, you listen, could blame starts, your back or something. That's what I would do. He starts throwing in the 80s, then I might have a problem. Yeah. I have one kid who throws in the 80s. I don't, and he's wild. I don't want to step yeah. in the uh, batter's box against him. I would have no interest facing a wild 80 miles he's, per hour. And he's wild, and he throws hard. I don't even like going in the batting cage that throws 80. Really? Yeah, because. Right, one false throw, and you're done. Yeah. Forget that's, it. That's a, fair. A 14 year old kid doing it. I'd be scared to death. Yeah. Oh, sorry, coach. I just got away. Well, it's okay. Uh-huh. Jerry, many alert listeners and Twitter followers sent this to me. Okay. Uh, Portland, Oregon. Deputies responded to a home invasion that there was somebody who then locked themselves in the bathroom. When the police broke down the door, they found a Roomba vacuum cleaner in the bathroom. <laughs> It somehow got free from the home, got into the bathroom, ended up pushing the door shut. The person came home and thought someone was yeah, in sure. their bathroom. I saw this on CBS the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was on the news yesterday morning at 5 a.m. Are they now taking our stories on CBS News? I think they might be. Hmm. I have one of these. Uh, I have a cheap, not, uh, cheaper version. Which one do you have? I don't have the Roomba. I have something like, I forget what it's shark? called. Not a shark. Okay. I don't know what brand it is. Right, I got right. it on Amazon. You like it, though. I know. I, I, I haven't been using it, though. Oh, okay. I lost interest in my robot vacuum. You know why? Because in order to for it to work, you have to move things around in the house, right? So it's like, okay, I got to pick up the bath mat. Yeah. I have to move these things. And then it gets stuck under different things. It's too much work. It's a lot of work. I agree. Where I feel like it's no less work than me taking out the vacuum. And just vacuuming. And just vacuuming. I totally agree with you. Because yep. it tries to go, it tries to go under things it doesn't fit under. Like it'll try to go under the TV stand, right? And it doesn't. It could partially get in there, and then it beeps, and it's essentially crying for you. It's crying for yeah. you. Yeah, like if you had a dog or a child get stuck somewhere in the house. Listen, a lot of innovations are great. Yeah, some are fine. Others are not worth the worth the trouble. Yeah. Well, I have one of those jackets. I can take the dust off it. A CBS jacket? <laughs> yes. With the CBS eye. Yeah. In the one game I did. I thought never, you had a CBS Sports, Sports Network jacket. Uh-uh. Never got called back. Never got called back. Hmm. After I was, well, whatever. Here's a story from Taiwan, Jerry. Taiwan. You I may have seen is. this as well. A Taiwanese woman was cleaning up a relative's grave, you know, doing some weeding, cleaning up where, uh, in, in the graveyard. Right. A gust of wind blew what she thought was dirt into her eyes. Hours. I saw this too. This is so <laughs> stupid. Hours later, her eyes were swollen. 28-year-old woman. She goes to the hospital where doctors found four small bees under her left eyelid feeding off of her tears. So strange, isn't it? Yeah, the doctor said, quote, I grabbed the leg and very slowly took one out. Then I saw another one and another and another. 
Weird. They were all still intact and all alive. The bees were sweat bees. Sweat, sweat bees. Have you ever heard of such no. a thing? Me neither. I've they, heard of carpenter bees. They, they feed off. Yeah, carpenter bees eat wood. These bees eat nectar and pollen like other bees, but they also feed off human sweat and tears. Hmm. Eef. Tears of a clown. I would not want bees in my eyeballs. Uh, no, I'll pass on that. Thank I'll take you. a hard pass on that, Jerry. That's a hard pass. Hard pass. Let not me a reason I want to end up in the hospital. No. You ever have flutters? What's that mean? Like it's just like something oh, like, underneath your skin. Yes. Dude, the other day, right underneath my collarbone, yeah, I I, I was going to the hospital. Like a muscle spasm? Yeah, but like it wouldn't stop. Yeah. And I'm like, is that my heartbeat? And I'm like, I'm doing my pulse. I'm checking everything. And then I, I like, before I go to the hospital, let me Google this. And I saw really nothing muscle twitches but it is weird yeah i don't know i thought it was strange well that's how, when i when i was getting my having my pelvic floor muscle issues i was getting those flutters in your testicles no flutters in my butthole did you just say that did you honestly just say yeah that? that's how i i was getting flutters uh muscle twitches in my anus and that is one of the symptoms but the stretching has really helped. Not, I didn't stretch my butt, but I stretched the muscles down there. <laughs> Leg muscle stretches. I got to be honest. You hip, say something sometimes. Hip muscle stretches. You know where your head is. Yeah. Wow. So that was a, that was a signal. That was a, a symptom. Signal. Yeah. Because I had actually, right. I was telling Gina about it. I go, I have to Google this because. That's when you know you're in a good relationship. Because <laughs> I would try to explain to her. I'd say, you ever get a muscle twitch like in your arm or. Your eyelid. Yeah, sure. I said, it's like that, but in my butt, in the actual hole. Oh, all right. Now you're getting disgusting, dude. That's what she said. I know it's a podcast, but That's enough. That's what she said. Enough. Ugh. We got it. And I looked it up, and and there were message boards filled with people who get that. <laughs> That's the great <laughs> thing you about right. the internet. <laughs> you can come up with any ailment, and you will find dozens of people that have dealt with it. Yeah. Man. It's incredible. Took the nail gun and shot a nail through my testicle sack. <laughs> oh, there's a message oh, board for that. Here we go. <laughs> there's 19 people last week that did the same thing in yeah. Oregon. <laughs> there's a Reddit thread on it. <laughs> it is. You know what it does? It goes to show yeah. just how many people there are out there. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every time you think you have a unique problem, man, you don't. Which Someone... I'm telling you, man, I got the greatest idea for a TV show. Oh, what's that? I've told you before. You take a dart and you throw it at the at a map of the United States and you basically hone in on like one address randomly and you take the film crew there you offer them 10 grand unannounced. Okay. You basically show up at the door unannounced on the door. with cameras that are off. We have a check for $10,000 for you but you have to say yes or no right now. Can we follow you and your family for 3 days? I would watch that. I mean, and you don't know what you're coming across. Right. You could be coming across a guy who's cheating on his wife 17 times a day. Now, they're I'm not stupid. The behavior is going to change. Right. But you can tell if there's tension in the air. Yeah. You're going to come across a great family once in a while that's going to bore people because it's, say, hey, let's take the kids to soccer and then we'll go to McDonald's and it's a random nice family. You're going to come across one of the parents as a drug addict. Mm -hmm. Who knows what you walk into. Right. Another guy might have 17 cats and three pit bulls. And you follow them. But it's unannounced, so they can't get ready for it. Ten grand, three days. That's a show. I would watch that. 
And I'd participate if they knocked on my door. Ten grand free. <laughs> and they'd leave after an hour and be like, this is really what you do? $3,300 Sir, a please day. tell me you do something else today. <laughs> All right, sir, what are we going to do now that you've eat, done eating dinner? I'll go to bed now. It's 5.15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? The alarm goes off at 2.30, guys. Yeah. See you then. <laughs> I have to. Uh, right. Then they'll be like, okay, the alarm's gone off. Now what happens? I get a bowl of Cheerios and a coffee. How about, all right. How about this? I'll own the series. Okay. You host it, and Izzo's the camera guy. Perfect. <laughs> we'll end up, our first shot will be somewhere in Alabama. <laughs> well, wherever the dart goes. Exactly right. that's how you're calling That's what you're calling it. <laughs> can, can we throw the dart at Beverly Hills? <laughs> the $10,000, uh, I fart $10,000. Get out. <laughs> right. This is going to do nothing for me, your $10,000. <laughs> that's true. It's a very good point. All right, Jerry, the warm-up that's program. It? That's it. Damn, all right. Tomorrow, Geo and Jerry show. All right. We will see you tomorrow. All right, goodbye. So. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFA. Oh, so much to get to, so little time to get to it. We've got baseball, basketball, hockey, but we'll probably talk none of it. Al Dukes, how are you on Not- this fine Thursday morning? Oh, hi, Jerry. Now, true, we're going to talk about all of those we items. We are? Well, in some way or another. What did you think of Tyler Bozak last night? Who's this now? Right. What What do you got? Uh, I watched the Met game yesterday. And well, by that, I mean thing? I caught the highlights this morning. Right. But I went through the fifth inning in particular where seven straight Mets reached base without a hit. And this was after the start Odorizzi got. He had no hit them through four innings. Right. And then all of a sudden, he couldn't hit his spots. Yes, he was uh, hitting dudes. He was walking dudes, walking in runs. And then who was the Met, uh, Jerry, that got uh, caught off on a third base? Oh, Jeff McNeil. Jeff McNeil. He's lazy. Brutal. I, You know, we were talking about this in the car. Believe it or not, we were talking right. sports on the way in. That's called show prep on the ride in. So, base is loaded, and Odorisi throws a wild pitch with Noah Syndergaard up, and the ball goes back to the screen or to the wall, and it ricochets right back, and McNeil's halfway home, then gets picked off at third base. And Gary Cohen is going on about how, you know, that's the problem with these ballparks. The backstop is right there. You never know. No, no. The problem was Jeff McNeil looked like a deer caught in the headlights and didn't flinch or move when he was halfway down the line. That's why he got picked off. If he would have taken off as soon as he saw the wild pitch. Could have scored. You think he scores? No, I'm not sure that he would have. But here's what I do know. If he wouldn't have sat there like a lump on a log and got back to 30, he wouldn't have got picked off. Was nothing to do with the stupid uh, wall behind home plate. Fair enough, Jerry. Fair enough. So that was a wild game. Uh, Altuve hit two home runs, beat the Yankees again. This is the Yankees' future, Jerry. Correa and Altuve no. beating up on them. Yeah, getting swept. How about that? Embarrassed. James Paxton, not great. You embarrassed yourselves well, yesterday. Well, he embarrassed himself, but not great. And, he, and then, you know, they get it to 7-6, and then they give up a run. Make it 8-6. You know what my favorite baseball term is? Facade. That's a baseball term? Well, it's like, well, there'll be like a home run off the facade. Like, I, I'm not even sure what a facade is. Like the facing of the wall? Maybe like an overhang. Because it'd be like Altuve hit the hit a home run to left field off the facade. I thought you were gonna say like uh, the warning track it was like your favorite no, phrase. Facade, a hundred percent. Struck out looking. No. Whip. War. No. Babip. Facade. E R A. 
And not all ball. I think all ballparks have a facade. I'm surprised you actually knew it was facade, not facade. No, I know. No, I listened to the broadcast. I know, but that chicken place back in the day, you and your family had no idea what it was. Chick Fil A. Right, you called it Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Right. Yeah, legitimately. I know that. I was an adult before I caught on <laughs> that Chick Fil A was actually Chick Fil A. <laughs> Did you see this yesterday in baseball? It actually was a couple days ago, baseball. Joey Votto was uh, uh, up to bat against uh, we. I don't know how to say this fellow's name, Chen. Pitcher, we and Chen. Yes, pitcher of the Marlins. And okay. uh, the Marlins pitcher hit him, beamed him, Jerry. And uh, Joey Votto picked the ball up and uh, lightly tossed it back to the pitcher. When, when, when was this? Oh, I retweeted it on my Google. Or uh, no, on my Twitter. When was this? It was uh, probably, I saw it yesterday. You retweeted on your Google? <laughs> Google me, Jerry. <laughs> and I uh, I retweeted it yesterday, so it had to be from the day before. Okay, I did not see before. it. You know why? Because no one's paying attention to the Marlins or the Reds right now. Right, but they're saying, you know, Joey Votto is Canadian, and Canadians are known for being polite, nice folks. Mm. Getting beamed by a pitch and picking it up and tossing it back. So to the it wasn't pitcher. nasty. He wasn't no. throwing the ball back at no. Chen. It was here you go. Here's he the was ball. like, I'm on my way to first base. Here's the ball. Here you go, fella. That's kind of cool. Take this. Can I, can I make one hockey reference? Sure. Since you mentioned Canada, I think Canada. of hockey when I think of Canada. Yeah. Did you? Let sing- me ask you this real quick okay. before you get to that. Do they sing the Canadian national anthem at all hockey games, or only if there's a Canadian team? I believe only if it's a Canadian team Got in the it. building. Are you familiar with Joe Pavelski? I am. Of the Sharks. Did you see this last night? I did see this. Good goal or no goal? Taking one off your face. Off the fi- off of and, your jaw? And redirecting it into the goal. A goal's a goal in the playoffs, Jerry. That's fair. You take whatever you could get. So now the headbutt goal. Right? I would take that as well. Puck butt. Poof. Then that, that fellow put a jaw protector on. Came back helmet. in and played. Lost two teeth. That would have been great if he had it on prior to this. Why don't they all wear those jaw protectors? Because they're tough guys. Yeah, he came back in. He lost some teeth. Yeah, had to get stitched up. He took a puck. Those pucks weigh like five pounds. Well, I don't know about five pounds, but they're heavy Eddie rubber. Just, Eddie just gave me a uh, look. Five pounds? That's what I've heard. I do not believe they're five pounds. Sorry. What's the speed velocity of getting hit in the jaw with a five-pound puck? Well, it was puck? a wrist shot. It was not a slap shot, thankfully. If it was a <laughs> slap shot, he might be dead. <laughs> Would have shattered his jaw. Yeah, probably. Is he able to eat today, or he's got a might drink, be sipping through a straw. Drink his meals. Might be a smoothie day for Joe Pavelski. Yeah. Did we get in the face with a puck? No. Softball. Nope. Hit in the face with balls. No. Nothing. We talk about this though in my family. That one time, my father took us to Merrill Park to hit fly balls to me and my friend Rob. We we were in little league. He was going to practice for us, and for some reason, my sister stood on the mound as if she was pitching, but she wasn't pitching. My dad was throwing the ball up and, and, and trying to hit it out to center field. Right. And he lined one off her chest. Oh, God. No kidding. Yeah. She went down, too. <laughs> I'm sure she did. Balls to the chin. <laughs> I'm sure that's something she'll never forget. No. Line drive to the chest of a like a nine-year-old. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she tipped right over. Thankfully, she's okay. She's okay. No, she's... Uh, Holy... He must, can you imagine that moment... As he sees his daughter going down the mound. And then another time, my sister with my other sister with braces uh, was pitching in a softball game, a family softball game. And someone, my I think my dad there as well. Oh, your father this is a bad guy, huh? He line drives <laughs> one to her mouth. Oh, jeez. Brand new braces. Oh, God. Yeah. Thousands of dollars. Was she all right? She was all right as well. Both sisters recovered. 
I, on the under, other hand, that's why you play the outfield, Jerry. <laughs> Plenty of time to react to my uh, my father's fly well, balls. The outfield's not so safe either. Speaking yesterday was yesterday was uh, National Siblings Day. Yeah, that's a bunch of nonsense. Except. What? I found out there's a third property brother. Is that true because yeah. of Siblings Day? Because of Siblings He's Day. He's like the other Manning. Right. He's the other Manning. <laughs> what is that Manning? Patrick Manning? What's Cooper. his name? Isn't it Cooper? Cooper? Yeah. He's yeah. like Cooper Manning. What was he's, his name? I don't know. Okay. But he's not a twin. He's a property brother, but not one of well, the twins. Well, he's not a property brother because those are twins. And they say he works on all the shows. He's one of the guys that does, uh, you know, right. this is just the construction like and stuff. Right. Cooper's around football. He just doesn't play or play quarterback like his brothers. But they could at least acknowledge that brother on the Maybe show. Maybe he doesn't want to be on camera. Not everybody I is would. a camera whore. Like, well, you. That seems strange. <laughs> I've got a robot here that looks exactly like your sister. For National Siblings Day. <laughs> When's National Loneliness Day? <laughs> well, that's every day for me, Jerry. I, I know. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. took to Instagram for two interesting stories yesterday, Jerry. I saw one. What's the second? What was the one you saw? Uh, that he that the the leash is off or something yes. like that. Like the he can be himself. He uh, yes, he Instagrammed. Quote, finally get to be off my leash. Right. I saw that. Dog pound. The other one was, he says he got a look at the NFL schedule, and he Instagrammed to Jamal Adams, see you week one. Oh, really? Oh, no. Okay. That's not a great matchup for Browns week one. They should be playing the Patriots. That's what everybody, I think, wanted. They're not going to get it. So what? You're going to get jet... Well... I think uh, the uh, I think the Jets are home that game. Maybe so Odell comes back to the Meadowlands. Sure. But it's more sexy if he comes back and plays the Giants. Sexy time. As opposed to the Jets. Well, you love that phrase. Sexy time? Yes. Yeah, maybe Sunday night. Maybe the Browns. No, because I thought the Patriots are getting Sunday the, the night The Patriots game. are going to be yeah. the Sunday night game. Correct. So it will not be the Browns and Jets. Now, is he allowed to do that? Say, see you week one and leave the night. schedule? What about Monday night? Oh, Monday night. That would be a nighter. fun 7 o'clock Monday night yes. game, right? Let's write that down, let's Jerry. Let's sign that up. Let's we, say that's what it is. Well, no, let's not do that. That's what we think and hope it is. Uh, get the breaking news uh, sound. Whoosh, Jets. Browns. You don't know that. Monday no, night. Dun, no, dun, no, dun, no, dun, no, 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 no. Do not play anything. We have to take a break, thankfully. You have I'm a the, couple more things? Basing, yes. I'm basing that on Odell Beckham Jr. Right. But we don't know what's going to be Monday night. Well, he <laughs> <laughs> Where's the read? <laughs> we have to take a quick break. When we come back, Al's got two more stories for you, and then two guys join us in the studio. Their names are Boomer and Geo. Next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes here until Boomer and Geo. The Islanders beat the Penguins in overtime 4-3. Mets beat the Twins last night. The Yankees lost again to the Astros. The Nets won they will take on Philadelphia first round of the playoffs. Thankfully, the Knicks season did end. And by the way, the Masters begins today. They get nice crowds down there in Houston for those Astros games. Uh, they're really good. Yeah. You know who's not getting great crowds anymore? The Giants. The Giants set like a franchise record for sellouts, and now all of a sudden they're not that good anymore, and the frauds stop going. People are not interested. It's a great ballpark, but yes, not as interested. But what, like, the people will say, well, uh, the kids aren't out of school yet, so we can't go sure. to the games. But their kids are still in school in Houston. People That's are very going. true. Well, I think it is That's different right. when a team's really good. Oh. I do. 
Um, I like for instance, I would have loved to have gone last night to see the Mets just because it was Cindergard, like a Tuesday night, and the kids. I, I'm not taking them. Is is uh, that Astro Stadium's indoors? Yeah. Uh, it's got a retractable roof. And matter of fact, the other day it was open. And you you forget what it looks like with the roof open. It's pretty cool with the skyline out there. Yes. Pretty neat. All pretty right. Neat. Uh, Boomer's best friend, Dwayne Haskins, is not going to attend the draft. Okay. He doesn't want to be embarrassed when he... Sinks like a stone like yep. Aaron Rodgers. When he falls down, he doesn't want the cameras all on him. When he I could sinks, when the Giants don't take him, that'll be embarrassing. He'll be like... Paul, is Dwayne Haskins dropping like a rock? He sure is. Uh (laughs) With that big smile on his face (laughs) as he says that. (laughs) Yeah. And Uh, then that's what? That's next week? I guess it's next week. NFL draft. Here we go. And then Nick Bosa uh, is stopping tweeting pro Trump tweets in case he goes to San Francisco where they do not like Donald Trump. Got it. Okay, fair enough. Well, can't we just go back and look at his old tweets? I guess we could, yes, unless he deletes them all. Fake news. I would just go on there and be like, oh, I don't, I never liked How about Donald Trump. Delete Fake your news. account. They delete your account. I think Tom Brady deleted his Twitter he did. account, right? It's yeah. been fun. Got to go now or something he like did, that. Uh, he, Trumpy McTrump face. Yeah, he started it April 1st as a goof. Oh, is that true? Yeah. And then uh, canceled it so already. He Tom on Brady. Instagram. I know that. Yeah, he loves Instagram. And I guess he's still doing the Facebook show. Yes. That I don't know who watches. But Twitter he was bored with already. He's gone. Yeah. I'm kind of with him. You're going to um, delete your Twitter uh, account as well? I would like to. I don't know that I'm going to. I would never. Right, it's a Yankees Blitz Thursday.